folks and uh, welcome back to another episode of my podcast recline time hope everybody is having good evening so far i believe this is episode seven so that's pretty cool we've got quite a few episodes out now and today um i kind of wanted to talk about more history stuff because i'm starting to get more into it and more interested and remember one of my earlier episodes i actually read the uh, Mayflower Compact, and now I actually wanted to um, talk about the ship and um, different different information about the ship because I think it's pretty interesting, and I'm I'm interested in boats and a lot of that stuff like that. But now this isn't just a boat, right? This is a a ship. <laughs> um. Anyway, so start off with just kind of the basis about it. Um, so it's a four-masted ship. I mean, this thing is humongous. Um, it's 25 feet wide. It's about 90 to 110 feet long. Um, and it weighed about 180 tons. Now, um, I honestly don't know the con- the conversion of, of pounds. But, um, I mean, that's got to be crazy, right? 180 tons. I mean, well. So we had three main decks. Right, so we had the upper, the lower, the cargo, um, and the upper deck. We had the captain's living quarters. We had the crew living quarters. Um, we also had cooking facilities and, like I said, the small crew area. The lower deck is where the pilgrims actually lived during the, vo- during the voyage. They very rarely went to the top deck, which I find interesting. Like, Just imagine being cooped up in there. Now, some information about the lower deck is that it was 80 feet long, extremely long, um, not the length of the boat, but it's still extremely long, 25 feet wide, so imagine being in a space, extremely long, um, pretty, pretty narrow, and the height is 5.5 feet, so for all of y'all over five and a half feet, which I am right at five and a, I'm right at five, I'm right at five, five right now, um, I mean, wow. That's that's short. So just imagine living on that um, for as long as these pilgrims did. And now, of course, the cargo deck um, was used to store food, tools, uh, and supplies. Barrels contained um, biscuits, dried meats, vegetables. Others contained water and, and beer. Um, yeah, it was just weird i mean you had the cargo room which was actually bigger than where the pilgrims actually lived so all the cargo was actually in a bigger area than where the pilgrims were staying on this on this ship now um 
the steerage room was actually down below. So it was, um, it was down below the upper deck. Now the pilot steered the Mayflower and, um, a stick called a whip staff was moved back and forth to move the tiller and rudder. And that was how the ship, and that was how the ship was, uh, steered. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then, um, on the upper deck, um, wooden levers, um, were used to lift heavy cargo between the decks so we could, uh, pull up barrels or, or other supplies, um, in between the decks. Um, those were called capstan bars, um, the wooden levers. So, um, the Mayflower was actually built to transport goods and supplies and not people. And, of course, amongst that, on September 6, 1620, 102 passengers and 26 members left Plymouth, England for the New World. 51 men, 21 boys, 20 women, and 10 girls. Um, so, of course, we have mostly men and boys um, were sent over. But you need you need women and you need girls, and I think um, that was definitely learned from the Jamestown colonies. And I know we studied some of this in uh, a push, but I'm kind of getting deeper into it now. Um, we didn't look at the Plymouth Colony a lot because it didn't take off as well as, um, of course, the Massachusetts Bay Colony. But um, everybody kind of learned from the other mistakes. So Plymouth brought over women. Jamestown didn't bring over women. Now, of course, you need women so that you can um, have children. Of course, and they had younger um, generation, right? The boys and the girls referring to the teenagers on the boat. So that's, of course, necessary. You need kind of a range of all ages to get the, the colony started. The average age here was um, about 32 years old. Um, the oldest one was uh, 64, I believe. So pretty good, pretty good age range. Um, now, the pilgrims were actually originally headed for the Hudson River. Um, they got blown off blown off course by the frequent storms, um, and finally on November 11th, the ship, um, anchored, um, the entire journey in total took 66 days, it was a 2,750 mile trip when they ended up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, um, the average ship speed, um, was about, two miles per hour. So, so, um, that's extremely slow, but, um, they, they made it. Um, I did want to mention some of the navigational instruments that I found cool were, um, compass, the astrolabe, um, the cross staff, the quadrant, the chipboard, and the hourglass. And, um, so the compass, we all generally know, I think, what a compass is and what it's used for. But the, um, the astrolabe was used to measure the position of the sun, the moon, the planets, the stars. And navigator, navigators actually measured the angle of um, a star above the horizon. And they were able to determine their latitude. So I think that's pretty interesting how um, they had devices like that. And now probably one of us wouldn't even be able to figure out how to use that. Now the hourglass, of course, used to measure an amount of time. Um, so I think, of course, um, that's pretty, uh, self-explanatory. 
Now, the cross staff was used to measure the height of objects above the horizon, and they were able to determine how far north or south of the equator they were. And I think that's also pretty interesting, again, how they had these tools to help them, and uh, we probably wouldn't even be able to figure out how to use them. The quadrant instrument was um, based on a quarter of a circle, and it was used to measure the altitude above the horizon of astronomical uh, bodies. And then the chipboard was used to measure the speed of the ship. The small board was tied to the end of uh, several hundred feet of rope with knots at specific intervals. Um, sailors counted the number of knots to determine the speed of the ship. So these, these knots in the rope, they were thrown overboard. So they were, in, they were in the ocean. And sailors would count up the knots, and that's how you found the speed of the ship. Now, is that why we measure boat speed in knots? I, I honestly don't know the answer to that question, but I can find that out for next time. Um, but that's pretty interesting to know that that's how they counted the speed. They would throw the rope out and um, they'd count it like that. So I think that's really interesting. Now, when they actually got to Plymouth, the first winter was actually spent back on the ship because they needed to build, build their houses. And that winter was rough. 53 passengers survived from the original 102 and half of the crew survived that winter. Um, so not a lot of people. Remember, 51 men came over. So, of course, all the men didn't die off. But if you just think about it like that, I mean, almost the total amount of men that came over were dead by the end of that first winter. And by April 5th, 1621, the Mayflower headed back to England. Um, a cue... Sorry about that. A couple um, other just future facts about that. Um, they grew from under 100 people to over 3,000 people in the, the next 70 years, which um, that's a lot of years. But again, think about um, they needed people coming over. Probably, they probably had more ships coming over, um, I can imagine. Um, I would like to say that... Um, mostly just children from the colonists that arrived, and it just kept kind of going on. Um, and a, f a couple of fun facts here. The Mayflower ship was sold and taken apart in 1624, and it was disassembled and sold for scrap timber in London. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And um, some cool descendants are uh, from the Mayflower Pilgrims are John Adams, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Marilyn Monroe, and uh, Clint Eastwood. Just a little bit of a fun fact there. Now, um, I hope you found this as interesting as I did. I love looking at ships and kind of history like this. I think it's super interesting about how this stuff was um, created and, and why it was created the way it was and um, I just love history like this, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I certainly enjoyed making it and researching this stuff, um, I, what day is it today? Wednesday, so my next one, I don't know when my next one's gonna come out, maybe tomorrow, if I can, uh, find something good, um, yeah, I'd say tomorrow might be my next podcast, um, if not, I will see you possibly Friday night, uh, Hopefully, Saturday, Friday will be the goal. 
Um, but yeah, I hope you guys um, have had a good week so far. Have a good day tomorrow. Um, and stay stay well. Stay stay healthy. Uh, stay safe. Keep keep uh, the productivity up. Work out. Um, go outside and relax. Distress a little bit. Um, keep working hard. Um, I know everybody has been. Um, and this this is almost over. So we just got to keep going. We just got to keep going until until we uh, can return to normalcy, right? All right. All right, folks. Um, have a good night, everyone, and uh, catch you later. And Chevy in the-